The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady love. Lady love. This week has been a rough one. (laughs) I know it has been quite a rough week. I don't even know what week this is for us. You know, the the whole week off or week forward. Wait. What? <laughs> you know, I'm not even really sure. You know, I live half of my life disoriented and I just can't keep up. I can't keep up. I don't know. Well, because I did like the Tupata last week, it kind of like staggered oh, yeah. our recordings. So it's been like a weird long gap between recordings. For sure. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. I guess that's true. We are getting back into it today, right? Yes. Yes, Lady Love. This one is interesting. Oh. And unsolved. Oh, oh, I love unsolved. Kind of, sort of. They kind of give me anxiety. Low-key anxiety. But also high-key anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) This one's definitely a little weird. Is it a a more recent one or a long time ago? It's 2000s. Oh, okay. That's not that that long ago. Mm Mm-mm. Ooh-wee. But before we get into it, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kat. And this is Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms, Oh My! Week 14. Oh, that's awesome. I'm proud of us, Lady Love. We normally don't stick to anything. <laughs> I know, right? It's been a solid three and a half months, right? Uh, yeah, 14 weeks. So. Yes. Would make it three and a half months, or at least three and a half months of uh, worth of recording, I guess. Mm-hmm. Internet months. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I can't tell time. <laughs> well, before we get started. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know what's going on, other than the fact that I'm just getting old, but, you know, the sweet, sweet wines, my stomach just wasn't feeling it today. <laughs> even, like, the dry, dry wine, I don't even know how I would have felt with, like, an in-between wine. Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just not feeling it. The sauce is hitting me hardly, love. <laughs> I was gonna say, this week has been weird, though, like... My period was all weird. It was awful after the stupid surgery. Mm, yeah. I was like on my couch dying with a migraine. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not even 30 yet. I'm not even 30. <laughs> I'm, I'm a couple years away, but I feel like since I will be 30 before I will be, I like by proxy feel 30, <laughs> you know, and he's got like the gray hair going on and I love it, but also it makes me look at my gray hair and I'm just like... Uh, okay. But then I also look at it sometimes and I'm like, oh, God, no. Like, <laughs> why? Why now? Why me? Your gray hair is not that bad, though. <laughs> got, like, a full-on... I love it. Like, see, if I had something like that, I'd be better. Like, a full gray streak? Mm-hmm. That's nice. My shit is, like, salt and pepper, like, oh, oh, you got a little gray hair there. Oh, did you know you have some gray hair there? No, I was not aware because I don't look at myself every day. <laughs> Thank you for obviously pointing out my three thick-ass gray hairs on my part. You know, I don't know. Never mind. But anyways, my stomach just wasn't feeling it. So today we had to pick something a little out of the ordinary, but we're both excited. It's Cocoa Divine. Ooh. Uh, divine? Divine? 
Go with divine. We'll go with it. It's supposed to be chocolate and wine. 14% alcohol. Yeah. Bitch hasn't gotten drunk in a while. (laughs) I hope I can make it. I didn't do my workout before recording. I guess I didn't really think about it. But in the back, it says a seductive blend of velvety smooth chocolate flavors and luscious wine. Cocoa divine is the ultimate indulgence. Kiss your inhibitions goodbye as this sinful decadence offers a rich chocolate taste and silky finish. Ooh. Wow, that was a nice read. Oh, was- okay. Maybe we should have waited for this until Sunday so I could drop this ass on Deb for Valentine's Day. With some chocolate wine? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm kind of excited. I don't know. I can't see if this is a local. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Washingtonville, New York, bottled by OPC Wines. Oh, so we accidentally picked a New York wine? Hey, I'm all for it. There's nothing wrong with supporting local. Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay. And this wine bottle is just pretty. It is very, very pretty. It's nice looking. It's got, like, good aesthetics. And we thought it would be a cork. (laughs) <laughs> and it was not. It was actually a twist off. So that was a little pleasant surprise underneath the foil. So, yeah, we'll let you know how it goes. We also have not been doing well with, like, you know, taste-wise. Yeah. They've been kind of so-so. They've been just all right. We definitely learned today that table wine are just not the tits. Yeah. Not, so we're just not doing it. No. Not, not for resting. us. Yeah, so hopefully this one's good. <gasps> Do you think I should shake it? No, probably not. I, I mean, it doesn't look like chocolate milk or anything. I, I know, but, well, I mean, yeah, it does. I mean, it looks like chocolate milk, but, like, you know how <laughs> like chocolate milk settle settles? Yeah. yeah I, when I brought it upstairs, I flipped it upside down to kind of see. Yeah. There's nothing there. Oh, I think it'll be fine. Ooh. Ah, it smells like Bailey's or something. Right? Not too quite like Bailey's. Remember what happened to me that one time? Oh, I had hit Bailey's in the morning, and I wasn't supposed to have something sweet. Well, that was just... Bad decisions from the night before. Oh, my God. Well, good bad decisions. I was going to say, not quite. Oh, oh. It reminds me of um, Yoo-Hoo. Oh, yeah. I love Yoo-Hoo. I do love me some Yoo-Hoo's. Oh. Yesterday when I was at the Starlight Love, mm-hmm. I was walking through Weggies, and I'm like, I wanted a Malta so bad. You should have done it. I know I should have. Maybe today. You should have done it. You should have done it. I think I will. I think they today love. I will. They love. I mean... You know, I could understand if we were generally people. I've been doing a lot better. Listen, I canceled my DoorDash pass. That's impressive. That's how good I was doing on not ordering. I was like, well, I only ordered like once a month. Save me some money, $10 here, whatever. And, you know, I'm kind of proud of that. So whenever I see something that I'm just like, it's so bad, but it's so good. I'm going to fucking indulge. Unless it's soda, but I've been doing better without my soda. (laughs) I'm actually like less bloated. I look more slender. I feel less tired, I guess. You have gotten quite thinly, love. But that doesn't mean I don't miss a Pepsi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so then when I'd be, like, looking at that mouth, I'll be like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I have that mouth, I guess that's true. The only time I get that soda craving, though, is, like, when I go to the movies. And you know how they have that commercial where they, like, mm. pour the fucking Coke into the... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I get you. Your mouth waters are, like... I should have gotten a Coke. Yeah, I don't even like Coke. I should have got one. Yeah. I just love the fizziness. But real quick, shout out. It's technically Eddie's birthday while we're recording, so happy and birthday, Eddie. Happy birthday, bitch. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, 17. Uh. I know. And he thought he was a millennial. I know. You're so close, buddy. You're so close, but not quite there. <laughs> 
you. Well, they love. I'm about to let Sophia paint you a picture. This one's a short picture, though. I feel like lately her story's been a little long. <laughs> you decided to keep it short and sweet. Oh, yeah. Short, I mean, sweet, to the point. Yeah, I, that's fair. That's fair. All right, let's hear it. Picture it. Ufala, Oklahoma, 2009. In Oklahoma? Oklahoma, Where the fuck is Ufala? I don't know. Ufala? Yeah. (laughs) Please tell me that is not spelled the way. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, sorry. Tell me that's not spelled the way. I don't know. Hold on. uh, You keep going. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and spell how I think Ufala is. (laughs) This is, like, perplexing. You know what's even crazier, Layla? I was watching a documentary, or I think I still am. I don't know. You know I fall asleep during my shit about uh it's called the innocent man on netflix mm-hmm. and it's about a murder that took place in ada oklahoma ada i'm telling you late love oklahoma is just full of murders and more murders <laughs> and a place apparently named ufala yeah it's because they have no rules ufala <laughs> ufala okay let's see picture it ufala oklahoma 2009 <laughs> oh you said 2000s i thought you meant like early 2000s oh no like Party like it's 1999. <laughs> no. no? No. Oh, Layla, this was fairly recent. Yeah, it's not that far away. Only, what, okay. 11 years? Oh, God. Okay, what happened in Ufala? A man, his wife, their adorably toothless daughter, and, of course, their perfect little pup, pile into the family truck to go on an adventure. They drive to what feels like a whole new world hidden in the trees, but only an hour away from their horrible city living. The beautiful symphony we call the sounds of nature sing in their ears. This fresh start is what they want. No, what they need to have. The life they've been dreaming about. (laughs) No more plumbing for these hippies. They are ready for a life without modern convenience, which personally, I find there's no greater feeling than sitting on a toilet in your living room while watching your stories. But I digress. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) The happy family explores what they hope will end up being their new home. Looking at the trees and climbing on rocks, what could make this day any better? Everything, actually, because after this, they're never seen again. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? All right. Dun-dun-dun. Never seen again. Honestly, love. I'm trying to figure out how close in proximity you follow is to (laughs) Tulsa. It looks like it's quite a bit of ways, but fucking everything in that state looks the same to me. I was going to say, it's all flat and brown. What is the... It is very brown. It's very brown. It's so brown, and I didn't know if that was just me. No, it's brown. Wow. They showed, like, clips of it in the documentary, and I was like, this is, like, a part... It said that Ada is uh, halfway between Tulsa and Oklahoma City, Mm -hmm. and I was like... Oh, it's equally as brown there. Yeah. <laughs> as it was when I was in Tulsa. Okay. It's just a very brown looking state. Yeah, everything about it is brown. I think about like I don't know, you know, in like those old cartoons when they would have like those cities where they were just like all one size house. Yeah. And they're just like all dressed in khaki and Yeah. <laughs> that's how I picture it. That's yeah. that's Oklahoma for me. I feel like Oklahoma looks like a our lawns when they don't get enough water. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Just all year round. Uh-huh. And it's weird. It is weird. I don't know. And all the houses look the same to me. Oh, my God. That's so annoying. Like, they're all ugly, too. They're, and flat. They're flat and short. 
It's like being in the east side, but all the time. It, oh, my God. That's <laughs> true. Oh, my God. That's so true. It's very weird. There are some houses that are, like, stunning. But generally, you're right. It's very, like, it's uniform. Very yeah. And they don't have sidewalks on some. I went for a walk. Yeah, no. no sidewalk. I was sharing the fucking road with a car. I was like, all right, I might die. I know. <laughs> Am I, not even by being kidnapped. Because let me tell you, I was the only person walking. I was like, does nobody walk? Alan's like, what are you doing? I was like, I went out for a walk. He's like, why? Okay. Because people do, <laughs> do that. People not go out for walks. He's like, how many other people did you see? I was like, that's a fair point. I see one lady that was like walking her dog. Yeah, but this is also a place where you can drive by and you can go from seeing like one perfectly like manicured lawn and then the next house over has six broken down Acuras in the front for no reason <laughs> oh god that's true so picturing uh Eufaula is just yeah it's pretty kind of looking like Tulsa to me yeah basically and a family just goes missing yeah well yeah they were looking to move to the more rural areas of Oklahoma oh get the fuck out of here I swear to Jesus like love <laughs> wait till I get more this rural yeah I mean Okay, okay, enough trash talking. Thank God we still bleep his name out. But, I mean, it's not like he don't know what his name is. I was going to say. he's probably motherfucking me. Oh, that's fine. He motherfucks <laughs> me all the time. I was literally sitting there yesterday, and I was like, I think I'm going to text him and tell him to fuck off for no reason. But then I forgot to. So he I totally should. I'll have to do that later. He, he gets worked up. I know he does. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just so funny. It's so easy to get under his skin. I know. And then I love the fact that he just has to deal with me forever. Oh, my God. He tries to accept it, but he's just like, why, Jesus? Why? It's okay. You'll be okay, babe. A little bad has to come with the good. That's true. I introduced you to Lady Love. Now you got to deal with me for the rest of your life. That's, that's very true. <laughs> oh, well, babe. Worked out to your benefit. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try this wine, Lady Love? Oh, yeah, Lady Love. Clink. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, wow. Okay, that is strong. Yeah, that is. Should this be, like, watered down with something? I don't think so. I mean, wow. it tastes delicious. I, yeah, don't get me wrong. It is delicious, but... I kind of wish I had some ice or something. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely not... Uh, it packs a punch, one. But it does have a good chocolatey aftertaste. Yeah, it does. Like, it's literally just, like, a thick chocolate milk with alcohol in it. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it, it, it probably wouldn't be bad in coffee. Yeah. I, I thought about the coffee, but then I was like, it probably wouldn't be that good in it. No, I That's think that fine. would be delicious. Awfully sweet. It is very sweet. But yeah. it's not bad. No. Because sometimes when you get those, like, chocolatey flavored alcoholic beverages, you just get, like, that back palate of like straight vodka or something you know that like liquory taste Mm -hmm. this one it doesn't give you that you can feel the liquor in your tongue for sure like i got a little i felt it in the sip yeah that's the first thing and then you do get that nice chocolatey aftertaste so i mean i guess it's not that terrible it could be worse yeah it could definitely be worse okay all right i definitely like it better than that other what queen of diamonds wine (laughs) yeah Mm -mm. that sat on my (laughs) grill for like Four weeks, I feel like. It was so mediocre. Very. All right. Definitely a better wine choice this week. Okay. So this week, we're discussing the unsolved disappearance of the Jameson family. Oh, God. So on October 8th, 2009, in Ufala, Oklahoma, 
44-year-old Bobby Dale Jameson, his wife, 40-year-old Sherilyn Leanne Jameson, and their six-year-old daughter, Madison Stormy Star Jameson. Stormy. Yeah. Such a stripper name, but whatever. We'll keep going. (laughs) And their fur baby pup, Maisie, packed up a bunch of stuff into their family pickup truck and drove 30 miles away to a 40-acre plot of land they were interested in buying. Mm-hmm. The land was deep in the rural areas of southeastern Oklahoma near Red Oak in the, it's either the Panola Mountains or Sands Boys Mountains. Okay. It was like two different things on two different websites that I was looking at. Okay. And they were never seen again. They were going out to take a look at, at their property that they were wanting to buy. You said it was 40 acres? Yeah, it was 40 acres of land, but there was nothing on it. Oh, uh, that's quite a bit of land, am I not? Yeah, no, 40 acres is a lot. Ooh, that's a big little field there. Yeah. The fuck thing, I don't run a little farm? Even though. I know. Not far off. My friend, she thinks, you know, I'm going to run off, which doesn't seem very far off from the truth. With some Asian, maybe have a little farm. I can see it. goats, some chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I feel like you have to have, like, if it's an Asian farm, it's got to have at least, like, some kind of a dragon that's, like... Ooh. Plowing the rice paddies or something. I'm going to make him do like a koi pond or something. Oh, yeah. I know he can. He can. I know he can. You can do it. Little Asian power. Motherfucker's a plumber. I he, know. He's doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, with some koi fish in it. Oh, I was going to say, Dev knows how to do that, too. They can help <gasps> each other. Aw. They'll have a little mandate. They'll yeah. Love it. They'll have a mandate while we get drunk on the patio. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I think so. That would be perfect. I love it. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of land for what? I mean, I know they were trying to get away and they were, like, wanting to be, like, rural. But look, even if somebody owned the the lot next to you, that neighbor is maybe a mile away. Like, love, this is why people get murdered in areas like these. Because there's no neighbors! Yeah, exactly. Who are you running to? Who are you running to? Exactly. Oh, look. Jason's coming after you. What are you going to do now? Run and trip into the pond that we just made. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Now your fish food ended. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Listen, that's why it creeps me out. It creeps me out living here. I was going to say. the suburbs. And it's just because even though it's safe, they have like a serious, serious lack of streetlights. They do. <laughs> but like still, it still doesn't make it not creepy and like, you know, you know. No, yeah. for real. Especially yeah. when our motion sensor lights not working. That should be freaking me out, Lee Love. Lee Love, I ran into Bambi the other day going to my car. And that fucking freaked me out. You know, like... <laughs> Totally safe, but... Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. Last she night, probably would have been scared away by the fucking light if it would have been working. I know! Jesus! Ugh. We gotta talk to our landlord. What's going on here? Oh, yeah, I know. We get the kitty. Anyways. <laughs> so, when I get into this, though, Lady Love, you're gonna see that these are very interesting people. They name their child Stormy Star. Well, that's true. I peeped it, Lady Love. <laughs> I peeped it. I had you to, said her whole name, but I heard Stormy. I don't even remember what the kid's fucking first name was, and I don't care for it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Stormy? Stormy Star? Stormy Star. Oh, my God. Might as well name her Nebula. I, Nebula Moon. I know. <laughs> and then they join a cult. Oh, God. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Were they part of a cult? Well, that's actually a theory. <gasps> that they were part of a cult? Mm-hmm. And what? They fucking wiped them out? Mm-hmm. Well, Pretty tell much. Me what happened. Tell me what happened. Okay. So, I'll start at the beginning. And then we'll work our way. Oh, God. Okay. So, Bobby and Cheryl Ann met in the summer of 2002, and Cheryl Ann knew right away that she was about to lock Bobby's ass down. Wow. Big, big energy, huh? Mm-hmm. The biggest of dick's energy. Lady Love, when you hear about this bitch, 
<laughs> now, I feel like we understand different levels of crazy. Like understood, yes, for sure. If anybody in the world thinks I'm crazy, which I I can certainly say there's probably a few people that think I am, mm-hmm. this bitch is like next level. Like I'm talking next level over my sister crazy. <gasps> no. Yeah. And like my sister can be crazy when she wants to be. She's pretty wild. I'm saying. It's pretty wild. <laughs> I've seen it in action and it is like jaw droppingly yeah. like uh, I don't as my sister's trying to hit like some fucking six foot seven guy with like a two by four or something. <laughs> I, I don't even know how it escalated that quickly. <laughs> but okay. So mostly also So did she decide that she was gonna lock it down because she was crazy? No. So oh, she, she she fell in love. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. The crazy comes down the line. Yeah. The okay, crazy sorry. comes later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Mostly all the info that I got on this case is from an episode of Disappeared called Paradise Lost. Oh. And in the episode, Sherilyn's best friend of 10 years, Nikki Shenold, is interviewed. And so is, like, Bobby's mom. Okay. But she describes Bobby as a great and gentle man. All right. Bobby and Sherilyn fell in love and got married in the summer of 2004. And then later that year, they had their daughter, Madison Stormy Star Jameson. <laughs> Stormy Star Jameson. All of that is porn name. It is. It's like it's like naming your kid Candy. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Yeah. You're asking for some kind of sex work. Candy Jameson, coming <laughs> to the stage. I Candy know. Candy Jameson. Stormy Star Jameson. <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying. And their last name is Jameson. I literally spend like this whole research calling them the Jamos. The Jamos. <laughs> Can I get a Jamo and Ginger, please? Ah, uh, Jamo and Ginger. Oh God, <laughs> so gross. But yeah, that's a that's a little bit of a setup for the kids' future. They're definitely interesting. But they're on the fast track. I mean, I don't know if that's a fast track. To be honest, who am I to fucking say that's a fast track? But not bad. Pretty normal so far. Yeah, Matt, couple years. Alright. Got a kid. Yeah, I got married. And Cheryl Ann actually does have another kid from a previous relationship, too. Oh, okay. His name's Connor, but they don't really talk about, like, anything in their previous life at all. About her. Is Connor the ex-boo or Connor's the kid? Connor's the kid from the ex-boo. Connor's the kid. Okay. Does she not have the kid? No. Oh, the ex-boo does. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Okay. So if they have another kid after this kid, what happened? Um, well, Madison is just her and Bobby's daughter. So that's like the only other kid that I know of that she has. And Bobby and Sherry are described as free-spirited. But I'm just going to say they're fucking hippies. Is that what free-spirited means, a.k.a.? Yeah. I mean, I feel like anytime someone describes me as a human, they're like, she's very unique and free-spirited. And what they mean is she's fucking weird and hippie. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought free-spirited is other things. I thought hippie was hippie. No, they're definitely some hippies. I mean, they want to fucking live in the woods with no plumbing. Is that the point? I thought they just wanted to get away from, like, uh... Well, they wanted to get away, but I get into it later, but their plan for this land is they have a storage container, like a big metal storage container that they own, that they plan to bring to this plot of land and live in. Not a container home. Not a container home. Okay. It's just a container. (laughs) But do you think that with some time, they would have eventually been able to improve that container to be a container, like one of those storage container homes? Wait, love, I've seen them a lot. The tiny houses and shit like that. 
No, I'm all about a tiny house. I see them and I'm like, oh, that's all cute. But then I don't I, know. I feel like I can't. I can't fit all my shit in there. No, I can't fit all my shit in there. I'm I can't fit this bed in there. Oh no, no, definitely not. You think I'm giving this up? Oh no, no fucking way. I rather. <laughs> I was gonna. You say. better throw that tiny container in the fucking garbage. Finish him. Maybe <laughs> look. Bobby and Sherilyn were both on disability. <gasps> so they didn't oh. work. It's not like they had all this money. Oh, okay. As young as they were, they were just. Yeah, well, they're in their 40s. Yeah, that's pretty young. I, I get, I'm telling you right now, I know I'm going to be fucking working in my 40s. Oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely working in my 40s. I'm working until, like, I'm a, I'm a hundred and fucking two. At oh, the way I was gonna this say, shit is going, you know this, what I mean? At this rate, we're not going to get Social Security. That's not going to be a thing. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> but, you know, like, that's too young. Yeah. That's too young. Unless you have something that's, like, debilitating... Well, Bobby actually did. Like, I get into it later. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, but he had gotten into a car accident. All right, all that, right. And for Sherilyn, it says for disabilities. So they don't really get into it on what exactly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I kind of feel like they're mm-hmm. working the system. Mm-hmm. Just from my own personal experience in life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they'd be working the system a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. Only a little bit. Mm-hmm. Only slightly. But that, that, those are just my thoughts. Yeah, you know. I won't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, Bobby's mom, Starlet Jameson, says they loved nature and always wanted to live away from a basic city life. They wanted mountains and ravines and animals. So, basically, everything that Devin wants. <laughs> Which is everything that Tulsa is. Yeah. Like, am I am I confused? Where no. did they want to fucking retreat to? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, when I'm the basic of basic shit. Yeah, like they wanted to just like live off the land, bitch. You want to live off the. I mean, that's that's. Uh... Like when they talk about this place that they wanted to move to, like yeah. there's like no people that live there. I mean, there's just they got they someone got kidnapped for a reason. They love. They probably got abducted by aliens. I know. I honestly, you never know. It can't be far off. I. It's not like anybody would have been around to see it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's why these motherfuckers get missing for med long because they were in the middle of nowhere where no one could witness what happened. Right. Uh, okay. All right. I get it. Like I get wanting. Listen, I get wanting to live like that, you know? I'm a firm believer that, like, living in areas like this equals death. Like, <laughs> depending on how resourceful you are. Well, yeah. You ever watch a movie, You're Next? No. It's a good fucking movie. But it's like a movie that is like a... I don't even know how to explain it. They're kind of, like, hunting them down. But it's like you're, like, out in this more rural area. Yeah, see, I'm not about that life. I want to just, like, walk to my car and go to But lady, Wendy's. Love, this movie is fucking awesome. This girl... She's all cute and little. She turns out being this fucking amazing survivalist and fucks these people up. It's such a good movie. Watch it. I'll say that. Unless you're trained like that, you shouldn't be put out in these areas. Look at me. I was say. Do I look like I belong in one of those areas? They love your car got stuck in our driveway and we couldn't get it. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. No grocery store for me today. <laughs> in the plowed driveway. We couldn't get it out. Up and was like, fuck it. We rocked. Well, no, it was really stuck, it stuck. And I blame Devon for that. <laughs> All of me blames Devon because he kind of backed it up a little bit too far. And then I was like, I think I'm stuck. You're like, all right, give it some gas. We'll push. Give it some more gas. Okay, we're rocking. We're going somewhere. Oh, oh God. God. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Everybody back inside. I'm moving here. I got stabbed in the ass with a tree branch. <laughs> like, it was a lot of stuff going on that day. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, so survivalist definitely isn't under one of my skill sets. I mean, I guess I could figure it out. Maybe in a do or die moment. Well, you know, because you get that um, that flight or fight or flight. Yeah. I would flight all the way. Like, get me the fuck out of here. I'm going to. Feet don't fail me now. (laughs) And then just fucking book it. Yep. Bye. Really? Out of here. My love, I don't like bugs. I don't like. I've been camping for three days in a tent. And let me tell you, Devin Mm -hmm. heard all of the complaining the entire time. (laughs) We're literally walking up the mountain to go back to our tent after, after Bisco. And I was like. You know what I could be doing right now? I could be taking a shower and getting into my bed in an Airbnb. But instead, I'm walking up the side of a fucking mountain and wiping down with baby wipes. Oh, God. Love, I went camping for a few days, and I was in a cabin. And it still bothered me. <laughs> the fucking wiping down with the baby wipes with the fucking... I, I loved it. Like, I loved the whole hiking thing. But I could do with some fucking running water, bro. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm just saying. Honest to God. A bitch needs a little plumbing. I'm not trying to she-wee my way through life. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking she-wee. I swear. I swear. When we go camping, it's the investment. It's the investment over the walk, lady love. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I can deal with a she-wee. I just can't, like, straight drop down on and, like, squat on the ground because I'm scared someone's going to, like, crawl up inside. Same. Same. It's just not comfortable. Like, the she-wee gives me a little bit of comfort. Yeah, I don't think I could just, like, full squat and just go for it. Yeah, no, no. But that's what these people would have needed to do. That's what they that's wanted. what they needed all that fucking land for. It was their dream to get away and build a new life with a fresh start in nature. In nature. In nature. So they had this 40-acre Well, area. they didn't even have it yet. They were looking to buy it. Oh, they were looking for it. it. Okay, yeah. okay. And then how big was this container? <laughs> it was, like, a one small storage container. Like, it was in their fucking front lawn. Like... Oh my god yeah what the fuck were they doing what were like three people in a container you can't even what do you fit a twin size bed in there i mean i guess so or they're all gonna like lay on the ground in sleeping bags oh in their non-fucking oh, maybe aerated area because there was no holes it's not even like they had windows like love and it's probably cold as fuck in there Oh, poor baby. And in the summer hot as fuck oh yeah oh that would have been like a torture chamber yeah I, like, I feel like these people weren't really thinking it through. I'm sure they were on all kinds of painkillers. <laughs> oh, you think that was just it? Just painkillers? I mean, he had chronic pain because he got, like, sandwiched between two cars. Well, you know, chronic pain, you, that shit. Not saying that he was, like... Yeah, but he could have been a little cuckoo. Yeah, that could've, it could have been a gateway to other shit. Mm-hmm. You never know. I mean, there are plenty of theories, but we get into it. So, Gma Starlet... She, she kind of, like, breaks my heart a little bit while she's talking about them. Because she says Madison was the greatest gift that Bobby was given. Oh. He loved her with his whole being, and so did she. Grandma and Maddie were besties, I guess. Mm. And they show, like, home videos of Madison and all that stuff. And she was such a cute little bald baby. <laughs> like, she didn't have no hair. No hair. <laughs> That's cute. I was happy, though, they showed him in, like, the, like, baby but a little bit older baby. Not, like, the fresh-out-the-vagina baby. <laughs> With the you, weird heads. Yeah, like when they first come out, they look like all weird. They're like red. Their heads are all squished. It's a it's a bad time for babies. That's true. That's true. Sometimes the immediate uh, baby post delivery pick is it's not not it's the most much. flattering. It's like I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, no, they showed the cute baby ones. Bobby and Sherilyn were trying to live a simple and minimalistic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. There are very few people living in the area that they wanted to go to. Yofala or. Yeah. 
Well, Disney it was in era. the Panola Mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 40-acre gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody that was, like, living in this area was trying to be very, like, self-sufficient. So, basically, they wanted to, like, live off the grid. Ooh, lordy. That wine is good. It is good. Ooh, that was a big sip. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, this is definitely more of, like, a small sips at a time kind of drink. Oh, God. I think it would be better if it was cold, though. You know, I thought the bottle felt pretty cold, but... It definitely didn't get cold enough, but whatever. It was in the freezer. Yeah. But, yeah, so all these people wanted to live off the grid, which I guess I get it, but I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. I'm sure I'm on some kind of fucking weird list. I look up murder all day, you know? (laughs) That's fair. That's a fair assessment. (laughs) If people go through my phone, like my pictures in my phone, they see some crazy shit. I've got, like, fucking severed arms and, like... (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is this girl looking up? I think, you know what I mean? Whatever. But some people there didn't even have electricity or plumbing. Like, okay. they they had to have, like, generators or an outhouse. So, all right, they were moving towards their people, I guess. They're, well, not even, because everybody was, like, away from each other. Exactly. That's exactly what they wanted, towards yeah. their people. Minimalistic, living off the land. Mm-hmm. Everybody was self-sufficient. I mean, Perfect place for them. I guess, yeah. The day before they go missing... Bob, Sherry, Maddie, and their dog, Maisie, were driving around exploring the area, and they got lost in the back roads of the, the back roads, the back roads of the back woods. Is that what? Mm, okay. Okay. Back, back roads of the area they were scoping out. Yeah. And they happened to come across this guy that, like, lives in the mountains. And, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yeah. So they come across this random guy that lives in the mountains. He's just some old guy. Has no home, just... No, he lives... Like, he has a house built there, but he lives, like, Like in the... Like a treehouse? I was picturing it more like a cabin or something, maybe. Okay. Man-made cabin, possibly? Possibly. They don't really get into the the guy. No? No, they don't... Not of importance? No. They just basically say he's, like, the last person that actually sees them. And that's not important. I'm not a detective or anything. Listen, they love. Last person to see them alive, though, seems pretty important. Yeah, well, they... Throwing that filler out there. That's just me, though. So, it's important, but it's not important because of the way that it's found out that they're missing. Okay. It's... it's I'm just saying a man living in the woods is a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) But... If I'm going hiking and somebody, like, approaches me and all of a sudden I see a cabin, that's fucking some Hansel and Gretel shit right there. Like, cabin by the lake. He's got, like, fucking girls floating in the river with their cement shoes or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't casually run into a man in the woods and then you're just like, yeah, today, while hiking, I got lost and got directions from that man in the woods. <laughs> oh. I got directions from the hash-slinging slasher in the woods. And didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Caught me in broad daylight. I mean, they, they seemed to think he was nice. They talked to him for a little bit and asked him about, like, directions on how to get to their 40 acres because they still haven't even found this 40 acre place oh they got lost before they even got there yeah so not a good start i was gonna say really somewhere you should be looking into moving out to but Mm -hmm. i guess that's what you wanted so (laughs) sorry i was just distracted by the man living in the woods but i guess nobody else is as concerned as i am (laughs) cool (laughs) (laughs) this is ridiculous like in this episode they interview a sheriff that's like on the case too and don't get me wrong sheriff is Pretty cute for a sheriff. Like, of all the people that they generally show, police-wise, mm-hmm. 
He's on the more attractive scale, okay. but seems dumb as rocks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just saying. But whatever. Think about the state that crime is being committed. I know. I was going to say. I'm just kidding. Okay. <clears throat> I mean. Um, so, so the next day, <laughs> on October 8th, 2009, uh-huh. they all pile back into the pickup truck and drive. So wait, did, did the guy did the guy in the woods give him directions to the 40 acres or gave him directions to get the fuck back home? No, he gave him directions to get to the 40 acres. So this is the day before they go missing that they run into the mountain guy. Okay. And he, they pretty much just talked to him about, like, what it's like living out there, like, what kind of things you got to do. Yeah. You know, something like that. Scoping out the area. Yeah. So they go back home, and then the next day, they pile back into the pickup truck with a bunch of stuff packed. Like, they could just pack a bunch of shit in the pickup truck with them. Okay. And them, their daughter, and mm. the daughter's dog. Ooh, pardon me. Sorry. Man, you smell pretty. They all go on a trip back up to this 40 acres because they were hoping to, you know, buy it and whatever. But then they vanish. <laughs> so did they pack up, like, everything to live? Like, they were ready to move out, pack up? I think that's pretty much what it, the plan was, but... Like they didn't Like, they didn't sell the house? No, they, they just, didn't... like, had a bunch of stuff. So I think they were, like, packing supplies depending on how long they were going to be gone. Oh. Kind of thing. Okay. Not, like, everything. So, fun fact, I told you Sherilyn had a son from a previous relationship named Colton. Yeah. And he thinks that this plan to move out into, like, the middle of nowhere was, like, a very spur-of-the-moment decision. Because huh. he saw his mom two weeks prior, and she never mentioned moving to him. Okay. But Nikki and Starlet, Bobby's mom and um, Sherilyn's best friend, yeah. they apparently knew that they wanted to move out into the middle of nowhere. They knew that this was something they had interest in? Yeah. Okay. But she never mentioned it to her other son. How old was the son? They don't say. Okay. I mean, depending on how old he is and her being the adult, I guess you wouldn't have to share that with your child. No, I mean, it would probably be better to share it probably after they actually bought the land and everything. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's why it wasn't mentioned. But if they didn't buy the land, the fuck are they packing up for? You know, become squatters on a... I mean... It kind of sounds like that's their jam if they're planning on living in a fucking container home with no windows. <laughs> For sure. Hmm. All right. So eight days later, on October 16, 2009, at around 3 p.m., hunters on four-wheelers find the Jameson's truck locked out in the middle of nowhere in Red Oak near the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And when they peeked inside the windows, they saw that there was a dog in there that was very malnourished and nearly dead. So Maisie was locked inside of the truck. Oh, poor doggy. And the Jamesons were nowhere to be found. Hmm, okay. So Maisie was locked in that car for eight days and managed to live. Wow. That's impressive. Because she was a little dog. Yeah. Like, she was one of those cute little furry, like, black and white dogs. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. So they got out of the car without the dog? Which is one of the things that um, everybody finds weird because Maisie was Madison's dog. So, like, Madison took her dog everywhere with her. They never left it alone. Mm-hmm. So, it's a little weird. But yeah. the hunters end up calling the cops, and when the cops get there, they break the window to get Maisie out, and they search the truck. <laughs> is that Lulu? Lulu! We're trying to record. No, I know. Little rude bastard. <laughs> Scratching on the door. Mom, let me in. He's usually used to just having the door unlocked, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, this is what happens when there are locked doors. 
And now he's comfortable. I know. So he's just a scratch. Lulu. Lulu, no. Stop it. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. We're almost done. Not really, but. I know. We'll get there. So the hunters call the cops. The cops come. They break Maisie out. And they find that she has no food or water. When the cops searched the truck, they knew right away that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. They found everything that people literally never leave their houses without inside of this truck. Their cell phones were in there, their wallets, her purse, their jackets. Like, everything that you would normally need to go on an adventure <laughs> is inside this truck. Huh. Maybe somebody forced them out? That's kind of what I'm thinking, but there's no sign of a struggle around the truck. I mean, are you going to struggle if somebody has a gun pointing at you? Oh, definitely not, so. He's leaving everything in there anyways. Mm-hmm. Do do. So right away, the cops start searching the woods, assuming that the family must be lost somewhere. Yeah. Because they knew that it had been at least eight days since anyone had seen them. And they had a lot of people searching for them right now. Because without their jackets, they didn't think that they would survive the cold nights, especially Madison. Damn. I mean, it gets pretty cold in Oklahoma at night. Oh, fuck yeah. But no one had reported the truck as suspicious earlier because they thought that it was just like somebody's work truck in the area. Mm-hmm. And the truck was left in an area that was near like these oil wells. Mm-hmm. So people had just assumed that there were like people out there working on the oil. And family and friends didn't notice that they were missing because they were pretty, like, private people. Mm. And it wasn't really weird for them to just go long periods of time without talking to anyone Mm -hmm. or to go out of town without telling anybody. Okay. Wow. Which, that's kind of a lot. I feel like you've got to at least tell somebody. Depending on how many people you want in your business. I guess, but... They seem like pretty private people. Yeah, but... I'm pretty private, and I was going out of town. I'd be like, hey, Lady Love, I'm going out of town for, like, you know, a couple days. Yeah, but I don't know, Lady Love. You got fish and shit. They got to be fed, the cats and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, and you don't even like nature all that much. Yeah. You're not fucking going out here to be with the insects and the reptiles and whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's true. I'm not you don't care it. for that. No. These people wanted to get away. That was their escape. Ugh. It's just so weird to me. All I, all I keep thinking about is, like, mosquitoes biting me, and it's just so unappealing. Oh, my God. I was watching that show, uh, Naked and Afraid. Ugh. The one thing that gets them are the mosquitoes every single time. Yeah, because... Like, it's awful. Yeah, fuck that. The one episode I was watching with you, that poor girl, she thought she was doing good by cleaning her water, and then this dumb bitch put way too much of the water cleaning stuff in it, and her eyes are burning. Yeah, she fucking made it toxic for herself, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? And then her poor naked little white guy partner is fucking standing in the lake with, what are they called, those fucking... <laughs> oh, what are they? The thing that killed the crocodile hunter. The stingrays. Yeah, they got fucking stingrays <laughs> swimming around his feet. He's like, oh, I stepped on them oh maybe don't step in the water that far then stupid oh i think he was trying to catch one to eat it right oh watch when that stingray fucking steve Irwin's his ass oh god oh god pierces his soul or whatever <laughs> just shoots him right in the little dick i can't believe people Ooh. sign up for shit like that there's I, no way that's not me Mm-mm. that's a devon thing i was gonna say dev watches that weird show where they like let people out into alone into the middle of nowhere with like i mean devon did it himself yeah, but still not about it. Who ate an animal's eye? <gasps> oh, no, he didn't. <gasps> Listen, I don't even want to talk about that. When he told me he sucked the eyeball out of a rabbit's head, I was like, oh, I think we have problems here, dear. Like, 
You just keep sounding more and more like a serial killer. Oh, God. <laughs> All in the name of survival. Amen. I mean, I get it. I'm sure if I was hungry enough, you, I'd eat you whatever. Suck in, you're sucking an eye at oh, No, time? definitely not. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I'd go vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Start drinking the dirty water, eating grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking dirty water. I can't. Hey, yeah, drink something. Yeah, but not that. Oh, one. yeah, you could get E. coli. I was going to say, like, I'm not trying to die. Go septic and fucking just shit my brains out and die. Dysentery, that's what it is. It's yeah. Dysentery. Dev got dysentery before. Really? Mm-hmm. When he did that whole eyeball thing. Oh, see? <laughs> it wasn't from that, though. He drank bad water, but still. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry. But, Off track. So... Bob and Sherry had also just pulled Maddie out of school because they were planning on homeschooling her when they mm-hmm. moved, which, why do people do this to their fucking kids, bro? Kids need to be social. <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of people that end up like serial killers and shit are like homeschooled. They're fucking, they just There's don't have, off. yeah, because they don't have those like social cues. Like, me and one of my friends at work were talking about, like, homeschooled people, and he said that one of his cousins was, like, homeschooled or whatever, and the person was, like, super weird and would, like, act like a dinosaur at awkward moments. You know, they don't have a those... A dinosaur? Yeah. Do you imagine having, like, a moment of, like, <laughs> awkward silence or discomfort, and you just all of a sudden... What am I? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I like, know. Uh, Oh my god, what is happening? What's happening? I'm a pterodactyl. Look at me fly. Okay. (laughs) Spell pterodactyl for me. (laughs) Don't even get me started on that again. (laughs) Fucking secret (laughs) Pete. Whatever the fuck it is. So mad about it. (laughs) I told you they love. Some things are just weird. But they were planning on taking Maddie out of school, or they had already taken her out of school so they could start homeschooling her. So they had no idea that they were missing there because Maddie wasn't in school, so there was no one to, like... Yeah. So if the hunters hadn't have come across their truck, who knows how long that they would have been gone without anyone noticing. Wow. But don't you think eventually the family would have been like, I know they go off the radar sometimes, but this is even long for them. Don't you think? It was over a week and they didn't notice. But I mean... I'm sure had they been gone missing for months, somebody would have been like, hold on here. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Someone had to, but... So when they have no luck searching for the JMOs, the cops decide to track their phones. And the next day, on October 17, 2009, they kind of get an idea of where they had been before leaving the truck. So the GPS had led them to a hill that was close by. And there they found footprints in the mud that were most definitely Madison's prints and what they assume is probably Bob and Sherry's, too. Shh. Lulu, stop crying. <laughs> I hope that if he's just in here, he can just sit down. Because I do not want him scratching that door. Mom, pay attention to me. Mom, love me. Mom. So the GPS ends up leading them up to a hill that was close by, and there they found footprints in the mud that were most definitely Madison's and what they assume are Bob and Sherry's, too. Mm-hmm. Were they bare footprints? No, they oh, were. Asking. It was just like muddy shoe prints. It okay. was You could just tell that it was like a small child and two adults. Up by a hill. But were they the only ones identified? They couldn't find any other shoe prints? Nope, it was just them. Hmm. Okay. So they follow the prints up to a rock a couple hundred yards away from where the truck had been. Mm -hmm. And they actually find a picture on one of the cell phones of Madison next to that rock. 
So they had taken a picture of Maddie next to the rock, and then they had went back to their car at some point and put their phones back. Okay. So they show the picture, and she's just, like, super cute, and her, like, two front teeth are missing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But she's, like, kind of sitting at the... Or standing near the rock with, like, this weird kind of gesture. Her arms are, like, folded. And she's not looking at the camera. She's, like, looking away from it. Kind so of. think she was mad? Uh, not or upset? Not mad, but um, Nikki, Sherry's friend, said that she thought that Madison looked uncomfortable in the photo. Because she's normally, like, a super happy, like, cheesy kid. Hmm. But at the same time, like, when things like this happen, people try to, like, nitpick at things to try to you know, make a reason for why something's weird, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, to me, I didn't think the picture looked all that weird, but to her, it was like, oh, this is strange. Uh, yeah. So, the cops figure out that after exploring for about 15 to 20 minutes, they went back to their truck to leave, but never did. Okay. And while they were trying to piece together the JMO's last known movements, other cops were still searching the truck to find anything that, you know, they could. Mm-hmm. And they end up finding a bag hidden underneath the driver's seat filled with $32,000 in cash. And that's when the cops decide that they needed to tape off the area and start treating it as a crime scene. 32000 in cash? What the fuck? Yeah. And Bobby and Sherry were both not working because they were on disability. So where the fuck do you get $32,000 in cash from? Unless they were pocketing, like, all that money. But How? You don't get that much money on disability. It's not like you're making fucking bank, you know what I mean? Unless they're doing, like, bare minimum with their money and then just pocketing most of it. I mean, it's not impossible, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to... I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I feel like they would have had to been doing something on the side that was, like, a strictly cash situation to, like, not show... Drug dealing. It could be. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, if... If Bobby's got fucking chronic pain and he's getting Lortab or something, you can sell those bitches for money. Not even that. I feel like just those drugs can be like a gateway to other drugs. Yeah. He was slinging the hard stuff. Well, we actually find out. I'll tell you later. Actually, we'll wait till we get there because it's funny the way I bring it up. So the JMO's family and friends find everything about the whole situation as like red flags. Mm -hmm. The first reason is Maisie being locked in the car. Mm-hmm. because Nikki and Starlet both say that Madison didn't go anywhere without her dog. They were attached at the hip. So why the doggy in the car now? Exactly. So mm-hmm. that's weird. Which I feel like the only reason they would put the dog in the car, especially if they're just like out in the woods, would be if they were leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, And you just don't leave your phone and stuff. Like when we went hiking, I definitely did not leave my phone in the car. Yeah, no, mine was with me too. Maybe I left my wallet in the car, but definitely not my phone. Yeah, I fall off a cliff. Yeah. So... They also think that the photo of Madison wasn't taken by Bobby or Sherry. I was just going to ask that. Like, do you think it was taken by a third person? That's kind of what they're thinking because of Maddie's, like, mannerisms in the photo. Yeah. To them, she looked uncomfortable and wasn't smiling, which was weird for her, I guess. The investigators believe that the Jamos had walked around and went back to their truck, and while on their way back down the mountain, they were stopped by someone and forced out of the truck. Okay. But there are no clues or signs of a struggle. And Nikki, the best friend, thinks that they were forced out of their truck by a gunpoint, mm-hmm. which would explain why there was no physical evidence of some kind of a confrontation. Yeah. I mean, it does make sense. Like, it's a logical step in this. But as the investigators keep searching, they come across an 11-page letter that was written by Sherilyn to Bobby that was, quote, brimming with hostility. <gasps> oh, shit. Was she dumping him? 
Well, we should just rip in him a new one via letter, <laughs> via Dear John. One of the cops who read the letter said that it was full of a lot of hate and hostility. Oh, shit. Sherilyn felt that Bobby was constantly acting like a loner and made her feel like he didn't need her or their family. Uh-oh. But we actually find out that Sherry's bipolar. Oh, no. So the investigators learned that Bobby and Sherry were struggling as a couple and were thinking about getting a divorce. Oh, wow. A lot of their problems had stemmed from a car accident that Bobby had been in in 2003 where he was sandwiched between two cars. And after the accident, Bobby suffered from a lot of chronic pain that wasn't getting any better. And the pain caused him to just sink into a depression that was putting a strain on him and Sherry's relationship. Oh, that's not good. No, and I mean... That's kind of shitty, because basically he got hit by somebody, and then some lady came around the corner and hit him, too. So he literally got, like, crushed on both sides. To be fair, though, 2003 was before the wedding in 2004. Yeah. If little Miss Sherry Lynn felt that way, she should have shut that shit down. Exactly. And then she wouldn't even have to have a kid. They could have just went their separate ways. But I'm no one to pass judgment. No. I mean, whatever. So selling their house and moving was supposed to be their way of, like, trying to fix their marriage. Oh, okay. Bounce back. Yeah, something like that. You know, fresh start, no one around, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But cops are getting more worried because two days into the investigation, they learn an awesome fun fact about Cheryl Lynn. Which is? She apparently had a twenty-two caliber pistol that she carried with her. Oh, what the fuck? At all times. Ooh, no she better don't. At all times? At all times. But you know, the gun laws are different down there. They are different. That's why people in Oklahoma get shot all the time. They're awfully close to Texas, Lady Mm -hmm. Love. They don't give a fuck. Bang, bang. They don't give a fuck about nothing, Lady Love. They don't even have to get fucking their cards registered every year. I don't think. They they don't. They don't. Didn't know what the fuck I was talking about when I was talking about that. So, Oklahoma clearly has... All right. Give a crazy lady a gun. It's like living in the Wild West. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So she had a twenty-two caliber pistol that she carried with her at all times, and the gun was nowhere to be found. Hmm. The hate letter and missing gun was making them start to think that the disappearance may have been a murder-suicide. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, but... Oh. But this is all speculation, Lady Love. There's still no, like, they have no clues on anything. They're just, like, trying to piece life together at this point. So, now that the situation was being treated as a crime, Mm -hmm. investigators really pulled out all the stops searching for the Jamesons. The terrain of the area was so bad that they had to have law enforcement, civilians, and dogs searching the mountain. Damn. Altogether, they had about 300 people aiding in the search. Damn. So, the dogs come to this giant water tower, and the investigators end up draining it, thinking that there may be dead bodies inside. Ew. But they find nothing. Okay. Which I would be dumb tight if they found a dead body in my water supply. <laughs> yeah. That water can't taste too great. It was like in, um, yeah, have you ever heard of a Lisa Lamb? I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Mm hmm. <laughs> yep. Nasty just, water. Oh, ooh. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they end up finding nothing though. After nonstop searching with no clues anywhere, Sheriff Israel Beauchamp of Latimer County who's interviewed in the episode, says that they rule out Sherilyn as a, as a suspect of murder-suicide mm-hmm. because, <laughs> quote, it's nearly impossible to hide your own dead body. Oh, I mean, true. Yeah, but... True. 
That's very true. At the same time, if you just kill yourself in a specific area, that's generally you hiding your own body. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, wherever you do it, you're just going to fall somewhere. Yeah, but... You know? I don't, it's just like a weird thing But then thing again, to say. this is a big area. Mm-hmm. But how far could they really have gone? I, I mean, if they like to hike all the time... I don't know. Maybe they could have walked a certain distance. Oh, true. Maybe they went through, like, places that were less um, frequented. Yeah, something. I don't know. know. But I just feel like the way he said it, he sounded very not smart. Oh. Oh. I'm just, ah, it's just me. (laughs) I feel like they picked him to do this interview on purpose. Because, like, this cop, he did not look like a cop. Like, he's sitting there and he's got, like, tattoos all over his arms. Like, tribal tattoos and, like, fucking a koi fish sleeve or whatever. Wow, like really? Yeah, like, he was definitely an attractive-looking cop. Eh-ish. He had this weird mouth thing going. I, oh, I couldn't whoa. get behind it. It was just, like, the shape of his lips. Have you ever seen um, The Master of Disguise when he, like, pretends to be the turtle? Mm-mm. Oh. Well, I don't know. I just felt like he had, like, a pointy, turtly lip. It was... Whatever. But <laughs> oh my gosh, Lisa, what the fuck? So they have no luck; they can't find them. So they post missing persons flyers all over Oklahoma, and they start digging deeper into Bob and Sherry's lives. They find some interesting information about them. Other than them being hippies, well, Bobby and Sherry had a quote strong interest in spirituality. Okay, super hippies. Yes, like, yeah, it was like literally hippie. That's that's what hippies do. They oh. fucking tap into the center of the universe or whatever. Yeah, it's a good feeling. You know? So the investigators find out a few weeks before the JMOs went missing that they had gone to a prayer meeting that was run by a local preacher. And when he was interviewed, he told the cops that Bob and Sherry had apparently been seeing spirits. Oh, and Sherilyn told him angels were going to their house in the form of children and interacting with their daughter, Maddie. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. It gets a little... It, this story takes some twists and turns, Lady Love. It's very interesting. I'm, I'm here for it. Well, Sherilyn had told her mother-in-law this about, you know, the whole seeing angels yeah. or whatever the fuck. Frequent visitors now. Yeah, well, Sherilyn thinks that Maddie was talking to dead people. Okay. And one of the spirits was named Emily. Now, Starlet thinks that Emily was just Maddie's imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. Because of Bob and Sherry having their marital troubles, Starlet thinks that Maddie had made up Emily as a way to kind of cope with all the stress of them arguing all the time. Could be a thing. You know, I feel like kids having imaginary friends is pretty normal. It's usually around that age range, too. It's very normal. Yeah, so... I don't know if these people fucking picked up a baby book or not. I mean, you don't need a baby book to raise your kid, but interpreting your child's... uh, Your child's... I say, I think I would lean more towards having an imaginary friend than her speaking to dead people. Right. I don't think I'd see my kid talking to something that's not there and be like, I bet it's an angel. I know. From above. Sixth sense. I don't know. Maybe Uh, maybe she took it a little too seriously. But the preacher said that Bobby was apparently also seeing spirits and claims that he saw three to four of them just chilling on top of their roof very often. Hanging out. Yeah. Hanging out. It'd be like King of the Hill. You know, like. Sitting there with a beer can. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on, spirits? Yeah. Not much. Clink. What's up, Bobby? What you doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, Bobby had also asked the pastor if 
he knew of any special bullets that he could buy to kill the spirits. Whoa. Yeah. None of their friends and family knew why they became so obsessed with spirits, but apparently it was just a thing. They definitely believed wholeheartedly that they were haunted by something. If you were a pastor, would you call crisis services? <laughs> I mean, legally, I feel like he should have, because if you're asking me about buying special bullets to kill werewolves or whatever, bro. And what kind of, what kind of church would have that information? Uh, the church of the Winchester brothers? I don't know. Right, like... I, yeah, I have nothing. I don't know. Uh, you were not thinking... You, you didn't think... I get it. I get it. Religious experiences and whatever. Second, I don't know. I don't know. I get it. People can see stuff. I'm not knocking that. If somebody's asking you for advice on some bullets they can use to kill demons or spirits, I mean, maybe I get it because the gun laws aren't all that tight in Oklahoma. But still... You take it as just a casual fucking piece of conversation, you're not going to be like, mm. Yeah, sure. Hollow out this bullet and fill it with holy water. It'll be fine. Mm, yeah, it, right. Yeah, like what? Mm, no. No. I'm no not red flies? I'm just saying. I don't pass know. of our people. Jesus Christ. I know. Like, I, but at the same time, I feel like people just think people are crazy. Like, if I'm walking downtown and some homeless man starts talking to me about the spirits that he's seeing and Jesus is coming again and whatever, I'm going to be like, okay, sir, bye. I'm crossing the street. Yeah. <laughs> not here for it. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Do you want the quarter? You want the quarter? Go away. Here's the quarter. <laughs> but, oof. Sherilyn was apparently also known for going a little cray-cray with a can of spray paint whenever she was upset. Oh, just... You show up with a can of spray paint just every time she's mad. Well, the JMOs had that storage container on their property that I had told you about mm-hmm. that they planned to live in when they moved into the backwood of fucking Oklahoma. Sherilyn mm-hmm. <laughs> had some cats that passed away, and she was convinced that someone had poisoned her cats in order to kill them. So she spray painted the front <gasps> of the container saying, quote, witches don't like their cats being killed. Um... So with the how does the witch hmm, how does the witch part tie into the spirituality? <laughs> Sherilyn apparently would tell people that she's a witch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I guess she owned like a witch's bible. Hmm. But at the same time, my best friend's all into like witchery. Craig, he's into the witch stuff. The plot thickens. He's yeah. also not fucking trying to buy a 40 acre a lot of land and live in a container. Yeah, I know. No, Greg's you know? definitely not crazy. She's a little crazy. While, and he, while his husband is trying to get advice on silver bullets to take out spirits or whatever that are chilling on the roof of his house. Yeah. While his kid is talking to dead people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a slight <laughs> difference. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, they love. I mean, witches don't like their cats being killed, whatever. I mean, I guess I feel the same way, but I'm also just, you know, general human already here. I know, I'm sorry. I guess say it loud. I don't know. I would not. But I personally wouldn't think that someone's poisoning my cats if my cat died. Oh, that's also true. And it's not like she had friends. So she had also told her neighbors that she was a witch and would often offer them to, quote, come inside for some witch's brew. So I feel like she's being a little bit of an asshole. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay, just the weirdness just keeps being piled on, I guess. Oh, yeah, these are some interesting humans. Oh, God. So Starlet thinks that Sherilyn only did this to keep people away because she didn't want to be bothered, which... Fair. I guess. You offer me some witch's brew, I'm staying so far away from you. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you're claiming to be a witch. I know. I mean, I'm all about the witchy craft stuff. I love it. I love the crystals. Mm-hmm. I love all that stuff. Mm. Get me in a room with a tarot card reader. You got me there. I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. $40 down the drain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, they're not, like, trying to voodoo curse me or anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. And Nikki the Bestie says that Sherilyn was kind of known as using this tactic as a way of getting people to, like, stay away. And she always told Nikki that if she ever had a problem with someone, to make them think that you're crazy. Because the crazier you are, the crazier you are, the more people leave you alone. Oh, God. I mean, she's not wrong in that logic. No, she's definitely not. If I had a neighbor that was fucking spray painting some weird shit on the container home or whatever that they were planning on living in. I'm not, I'm not fucking with them. No, I was going to say, the neighbor here, I think, tried to say hi to me. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. I, does she see me? What if I turn to the side? Eyes turn away, like, no no body language tourism, just, like, shut it down. Just run. <laughs> so, October 23rd, 2009, the police think that they finally found a lead. Ooh. They realize that the JMOs had a home security camera. Ooh. And they have recordings all the way up until the day that they left for the mountains. Oh, shit. So, both of the cameras were pointed towards the driveway. Uh-huh. And you can see the JMOs, like, packing their car up for their trip. Okay. <clears throat> so, the investigators apparently think that the video is, quote, eerie, and that Bobby and Sherilyn were moving as if in a trance-like state, quote-unquote. To me, it just looks like a fucking shitty video. Oh. And they're walking in and out to the truck. Like, I'm pretty sure I can find it on here, and I'll show it to you. A shitty video? Like, poor quality shitty? Yeah, like, it was just, like... It wasn't like a, a fluid camera. It was like one of those um, screen by screen kind of camera oh. things where it's like, and I don't know. To me, it just seemed pretty normal. Like they were just walking in and out of the house. Nothing crazy about it. No, they were walking in and out of the house and putting stuff in their truck. And to them, it was like they were moving in a trance like state because they weren't talking to each other. But, like, if I'm bringing shit in inside and outside, like, I'm not going to fucking stand and talk to you. If I'm moving with purpose, I got to move. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? What are we talking about? We both agreed to get the shit in the car, right? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> what do we need to talk about? It was just, it was stupid. Oh, yeah. I forgot, too. Um, so, Bobby was also reading the Satanic Bible. Oh, okay. Yeah, just. Casual light reading. You know. But. Soul. In their defense, the Satanic Bible isn't, like, what people think it is. What's in it? It actually has nothing to do with, like, actual Satanism. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, like, some weird fucking worship Satan and whatever the devil kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's more or less, like, a certain way of living, like, morally. Oh. Yeah, it's like, the Satanic Bible is not exactly what people think it is. But, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so if you want to just describe it. It's just them packing up their little pickup truck, which seems pretty big, but it doesn't seem in a trance-like state. How would you be able to tell that they're in a trance-like state? It's like a five-second delay. That's like, what I'm saying. You can't really see that they're... That's not, I wouldn't call that... Uh, no, I don't think it is. I, I think that's... I wouldn't necessarily call that trance. No. 
I don't think so at all. I think that was kind of, I think they were grasping at straws there. I mean, it, I feel like they felt like maybe they needed to. I, get, I don't know. <laughs> but apparently because Bobby and Sherry went in and out of the house about 20 times and didn't talk to each other, the police and I guess a psychologist that watched the video also concluded that they must be on drugs. Oh, wow. Yeah. To which I say, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. They have to be on drugs. Oh, my God. Look, they didn't get the groceries all in one shot. Do you see this? They went back and forth for the grapes and the milk. Then the strawberries. What's happening here? Right. <laughs> so because the cops are convinced that this shitty security camera proves that they had to be on drugs, they also have to be on meth. Wow. They're <laughs> into meth heads? Well, apparently, because in southeastern Oklahoma, meth is like their drug of choice. So all of a sudden, the family are a bunch of meth heads now. Yeah. I mean, I did say that the painkillers would be like a... I thought of it as more of a gateway drug. Yeah, but meth... That's a little hard. I was going to say, meth is like serious. I joke about it, but like that's definitely not something that you just find in the fucking... Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. That's like a... That's that's a a hard hitter. That's a choice. That's a... Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they started calling them meth heads. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of wrong for them to assume that. I get it. Maybe the general population in this area is a big drug problem. Like, we have a huge drug problem in Niagara Falls. It doesn't mean that everybody from Niagara Falls is a fucking dope addict. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just a lot. Yeah, I, I, I get the reaching of the straws, but unless you found the body with, like, a tax report that could confirm that, that's not really fair. Yeah. But they come on, guys. But they don't even find drugs in their house or car either. Oh, come on. That's what I'm saying. If you do drugs, you have drugs. Like, you're going away for a little bit, you're going to pack some shit with you. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way. It's... So, but now, at this point in the investigation, the cops think the JMOs are just hippie meth heads that dabble in the occult. <laughs> the $32,000 in cash that the cops find mm-hmm. is also making them believe that Bob and Sherry must be into, <laughs> into the drug world. Their families are very annoyed by this because, to their knowledge, Bobby and Sherry didn't do any drugs. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, which I, I can see, you know? I know. Like they got a kid. They got a dog. Yeah. That's a lot. And when you're on disability, like, you have to go for, like, regular checkups and stuff like that with your doctor. And they check you for drugs. Yeah. And, like, people that do meth, they don't just casually do meth. That's not something that you just casually do. Yeah, it's definitely not a casual drug. Everybody I know that's ever done meth, now they have problems and they, like, lost their jobs and get arrested. Like, it's not something... all that shit. Ugh, lose their teeth. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's a serious problem, Mm -hmm. but... You're definitely right. It's not something that's like, you know what, this weekend I think I'm gonna pick up a little meth. Yeah. Exactly. Like, have a good old time, you know. Hey, I'm about to go get some meth from George down the street. Yeah. What, you want in or what? I know. You want to smoke this out of this crack pipe with me? Thanks. Cool. Jesus. So, to me, also, like, with this whole $32,000 in cash, if they're a bunch of hippies, they could just, like, not trust a bank. And they could have... Agreed. You know, had all this money in order to buy the land that they wanted. I don't trust my bank. No. As I'm saying, like, people do that. I know plenty of people that, like, have fucking, you know, done the money in the safety deposit box thing. Cash in the mattress. Yeah, like, that's pretty normal, especially for people that are a little older, I feel like. They don't trust the systems. The cameras that had actually been put up were done for protective measure by Starlet because of Bobby's father, who is now dead. Starlet's ex-husband had actually threatened to kill or hurt Bobby and his family and his mother on multiple occasions. Oh, okay. Yeah. So nobody interviewed dad. 
What Apparently not. No, that's not a person of interest? No, no. They're just methods that, you know. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 because of being afraid. When the cops searched the JMO's house, though, yeah. and researched the car, yeah. they never found drugs. So, to me, drugs is just bullshit. Yeah. I think their ideas didn't pan out, and the investigators were just trying to... Reach. Yeah. And the investigators talked to some of Sherilyn's doctors and discovered that she was bipolar and mm. struggling to get it under control. Mm. Because she didn't like to take her meds all the time. That sucks, man. Yeah. So when she was on her meds, she was, like, super happy and everything was great. Mm -hmm. But when she was off of them, Sherry would slip into these manic states. Manic states can be something ugly. Yeah. One of her ways of coping with it was to write down her thoughts. Mm -hmm. Hence why, you know, the fucking Mm 800-page-long letter. And Mm -hmm. they found, like, journals of hers that were very, quote-unquote, disturbed. But it was... You know, she's bipolar, like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything, she was just writing them down, which is normal. They literally tell you, like, hey, if you have a problem, you should write your thoughts down to have, like, complete Mm -hmm. thoughts on how you feel. So her mental health issues and Bobby's chronic pain are the reasons for their marital issues, but the police don't think that they actually had anything to do with their disappearances. Hmm. Okay. Going off the grid was supposed to be their way of trying to just get past their current struggles. Mm Mm-hmm. Come November, though, the investigators still have nothing solid to go on, but they do learn another interesting fact. Mm -hmm. In July 2009, Sherry and Bob had taken in a boarder. What's a boarder? A person to, like, live with you, and they just, they basically live there in order to, like, help you. That's weird, but okay. But it's like, it's almost like renting a room, except you pay with, like, helping around. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So the boarder was... Bobby's idea. He thought that it would be good if they had someone to help around the house and take care of, like, the maintenance that he couldn't do because of his pain. Mm. However, Sherilyn was not about this guy. He gave her bad vibes. And she and Maddie felt very threatened by him, especially when Bobby wasn't around. Nikki tells a story about a particularly bad interaction Sherilyn had with this guy about a month before they disappeared. Uh Uh-oh. One day while Bobby was out... The boarder sat very close to Sherry and, like, got in her face and told her that he didn't like that she was always talking about her mixed blood. I guess she was part Native American. Oh, God. Because he was a white supremacist. And- oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what? Yeah. So he was a white supremacist and believed that anyone who wasn't pure white needed to die. Nice border they took in. I know. Why does no one go into, like, background checks and stuff? I feel like even now, in order to babysit people, like, run background checks on you. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Well, Big Dick Sherry was not about to feel threatened. Yeah. Especially with her baby in the house. So, she got up, grabbed Maddie, took her as far away from the man as she could get her, and came back with one of Bobby's guns. <gasps> she pointed it at him and told the super doucher to fuck off and kick rocks and to never come back. Oh, shit. And when he wasn't moving fast enough, she shot at his feet. (laughs) All right now, you wise guy. Dance! Wow. Holy shnikes. Yeah. So, I feel like there's a lot of things that are happening. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. whatever, not mm-hmm. normal things. Mm-hmm. That was apparently the first time that Sherry had ever pointed a gun at someone, and she felt very bad about it. But to me, I was like, fuck that guy. If some dude said that shit to me, I'd have been like, yo, get out or we're throwing hands right now. I'm surprised she just shot at his feet and not his foot. Exactly. I would have actually shot him in the toe. Like the ba- the pinky toe, exactly. though. Because that's the one you need to balance. Yeah. <laughs> you shot my pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fuck out of here. So the cops dig into the border and find that this dude had a, quote, extensive police record. Wow. Personally, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but if I was about to have someone live up in my house, I'm going to kind of like try to dig into their background a little bit. Only a little bit. Just a tad. Only if they're going to sleep in the same house that I sleep in. With my baby. Mm-hmm. And, and my wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, whatever. Maybe it's just me. So now three weeks into this investigation, the FBI decides that the border could be a very good lead. And try to find him in order to question him as a suspect. Mm -hmm. The cops definitely believe that whatever happened to Bobby and Sherry and Maddie was premeditated and done by someone who knew them. Damn. They find out Super Doucher's name from an empty prescription bottle that was in the Jamos truck. Mm -hmm. And they have the U.S. Marshals track him down. Mm. So they find and detain him in Wilburton, Oklahoma. And the FBI questioned him, but no dice because he has an alibi and they don't consider him a suspect anymore. What was the alibi? They don't say. They don't even tell me who the the person is. They just say he has an alibi. It's really frustrating because they don't give any names and they don't really... A lot of details, huh? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. So over the next few years, law enforcement chase down every lead that they can and they look into every rumor that they hear, but sadly the case goes cold until 2013. Damn. Four years later? Yeah, because it was in 2009. So on November 16th, 2013, hunters were out looking for spots to hunt deer Mm -hmm. when they accidentally find the partial skeletal remains of two adults and a child, 2.7 miles away from where the JMO's truck had been found. 2.7 miles, and they had uh, uh, 300 and how many people searching for them? Yep, 300 plus people. And nobody found them 2.7 miles away from where their truck was That's parked? what I said. Like, I would think that you would have to take where the truck is and then, like, search a specific radius completely around. Right. Like, three miles in all directions, I feel like, is not a bad... That's not shit. No. Especially with 300 people. Mm-hmm. You go this way, you go this way, you go this way. Nobody like, found them? Nobody found them. Okay. Some hunters, though. Yeah. Some hun- four years later? Yeah. Four years later, they find the partial skeletal remains of two adults and a child. So at mm. this point, they don't know for sure that it's them, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Police search the surrounding area, and they find shoes, pieces of clothing, adult teeth, bone fragments, and an adult arm and leg bone. Oh, fuck. It ends up being confirmed that these are the bodies of Bobby, Sherry, and Maddie. And when they find, like, the partial skeletal remains, all three of them were laying face down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Face down, so maybe they were shot in the back of the head. Well, sadly, even though part of their skeletons were found, Dr. Joshua Ladner, the Oklahoma State ME, mm-hmm. could not determine their cause of death. Mm-hmm. He said that he found no evidence of trauma, but he couldn't rule it out because he didn't have the rest of their remains. Wow. He also noted that there was damage done by animals and also couldn't rule out disease, 
But they yeah. definitely did die under sus- under suspicious circumstances. I mean, I would fucking think so. I know. I was saying, <laughs> you don't just die at six years old. Right. So the only things that they knew for sure is Cheryl Lynn's caliber gun was never found. A briefcase that they owned was also missing. And we also have no idea where the $32,000 came from. And there's no evidence of them ever being involved in anything illegal. But we have theories. I want to hear the theories. So, the theories about their deaths are, number one, they got lost in the woods and died of hypothermia and exposure to the elements. It did rain the first few nights of them being missing, but not hard enough to kill them. And weather reports show that the nights were ranging at about 40 degrees during the time. That's not terrible. No. So, but I mean, 40 degrees at night in the rain, it is kind of cold. Oh, yeah. But I still feel like they should have found them. Like, I get their bones being not all there for animals after a while, you know, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Like, even if they were dragged by different animals, the animals couldn't have dragged them that far. No. Like, they had to have been there. I'm sure this 3.7 or 2.7 miles is where their bodies were initially, and then, you know, now they're dispersed everywhere else. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not trying to say they were shitty search party people, but... Clearly something. 300 and something people, or something's up there. Is that heaven? There's no way. There is no way that you're going to tell me that 300 plus people. And dogs. And dogs couldn't go in a 2.7, a 2.7 mile radius. Did they get a mile out? And we're like, all right, call it quit. Yeah. We're going Everybody mile back around. home. Sorry. Hot dogs We got a me. mile out. No one got anything. We got the water. We got the fountain. And every- or the water, whatever the fuck I they know. found. Literally every murder that I ever see, it's like, they found the body three miles away from where they originally met. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, Jesus Christ, what? Can, can we get like a five mile radius? Is that, can it, is it okay a to request? A minimum five mile radius for the search party's requirement. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> I need a little more distance here. Like some effort. Yeah, for sure. That's, that, that's disappointing. 2.7 miles. That's not that far. I could walk 2.7 miles and I don't walk anywhere. If I can run 2.7 miles. Exactly. Somebody can walk it. I'm just saying. Looking for three bodies. With a dog. Dogs. And these people, some of them were on horseback. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. And they couldn't see it? That's what I'm saying. That's an easy 2.7 miles. Exactly. No matter what, especially with 300 people, you had enough people to disperse to go in every direction. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. But whatever. Theory number two is Sherilyn's murder-suicide, which is clearly very unlikely. Yeah. But a theory nonetheless, due to her I Hate Bobby novel. hmm I mean, Sherry was a dedicated mother, mm-hmm. and Bobby was an equally dedicated father. So even if Sherry wanted to kill Bobby, I just don't see her wanting to kill Maddie. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. It's just not a thing. I don't know. Uh, theory, but it's, 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 it's a wild one. Yeah, I just don't. So, number three mm-hmm. is the Jamos were murdered by Bobby's father, Bob Dean Jameson, mm-hmm. who was 67 at that time. Mm. Six months before the Jamos went missing, Bobby had taken out an order of protection against his dad because he threatened to kill Bobby and his family on two different occasions. Mm-hmm. Once in November 2008 and once in April 2009. Damn. Yeah. That's kind of... But nobody fucking interviewed Grandpa. Mm-mm. So Bobby didn't give details on how his dad made the threats, but he did say that his dad hit him with his car in November 2008. A year before they went missing? A year before they went missing, he hit him with a car. After this dude already got hit by two cars. Like, what? (laughs) My leg! 
He was trying to finish the job. I know. Oh, he got chronic pain? Funny. How about chronic paralysis? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. That is, imagine that relationship where your dad just straight hit you with a car, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's a hit lot. Hit you with a car? Like, that's a new level of abuse. <laughs> wow, right? Okay. I can't believe no one interviewed this man. Yeah. No one interviewed him? Nope. He fucking hit homie with a car. He had a fucking... In <laughs> <laughs> a 67, bro. Right. You're old he enough to retire. He doesn't give a fuck. No, like, you're supposed to be fishing right now. What are you doing? Hitting people with cars. <laughs> That's what he's doing instead of fishing. I know. He's some with a car. Like, love, what the fuck? Fishing for some fucking murder. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. And well, no one looked into it? No. That's so bothersome to me. That's bothersome to me. I'm like, what is happening here? But Bobby also stated that his dad was a very dangerous man who didn't care about the law and was involved in gangs, prostitutes, and meth. What the fuck? At 67? This is what you're into? Gang bang early love. Gang banging, fucking hoes, yeah. smoking meth. At uh, 67. Uh, doing it. He probably didn't have I'm any 67. teeth by that. I was going to say. You know? I got dentures, bitch. What? Gumming them down. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's fucking, well, you said he's, he's passed since then, so he was clearly living life on the edge. Oh, yeah. I mean. But maybe because, I mean, if he was involved, maybe there was like a cover up. It could be. I, that's a lot. That's a lot. Hitting people with cars. Being involved in prostitutes. But come on. Like, nobody looked into him? <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> what are you doing? I forgot he was in here. I was like, what the fuck is going on with the window? <laughs> it's a demon. No. <laughs> now there's nothing in here. God. <laughs> Just Lulu fucking around. I can't believe he acts like such a baby. I know. Now that he's all comfortable, he needs to act like a fucking brat. Mm-hmm. Mom, love me. Mom, open the door. Mom, close the door. Mom, let me out. Mom, Mom. I'm going to fuck with the window. <laughs> oh, are you recording? I'm going to meow. <laughs> oh, Lulu. Uh, anyways. But, you know, after all that and it being documented. I'm listening. It being documented, nobody was going to be like, listen, I don't know if anybody else agrees, but we should look at the dad. He hit him with a car. A That's what ago. I'm saying. <laughs> And even though the car incident was a year ago, he got an order of protection within the last six months. Yep, and nothing. Well, that even gets better. Oh, So, Bobby had stated on the report that his entire family was severely scared for their lives. <gasps> yeah. He said, quote, My entire family is severely scared for their lives. I am in fear at all times. But... The order didn't do much because on March 8th, 2009, a judge dismissed the order of protection. That was a few months before the murder. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, Layla, that's all you. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to, like, work through it. It's oh, a lot. I'm almost there. That's my last sip, and I'm fucking mm-hmm. freaking at home. Well, we almost killed the bottle. That's good. It's pretty close. It's just, it would taste so much better cold. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, this is... A lot of alcohol. But, uh, so, during the time of their disappearance, Bobby was also in the middle of suing his dad for never paying him while he worked at one of the stores that his dad owned. So, I feel like, you know, people left a lot of things go by the wayside here lately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a detective. I'm not trying to be a detective. I'm not trying to be one of these online detectives either. That shit takes a lot of time, and I barely have it. Actually, no, I don't. I just don't care to fucking waste my time on shit like that. But I feel 
personally, out of all these theories, very possibly, <laughs> I don't know why, I just have this feeling that maybe the dad could have had something to do with this. I mean, I'm kind of on the same... I'm on the same wave you are, Lead Love. Only um, slightly? Only slightly. Just, you know, a little bit of um, interesting facts here. Very interesting. I cannot get over the fact that he hit dude with a car. I know! He like, hit him with a fucking car? Why, man? And then somebody dismissed the order of protection after you got hit with a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit about that. How disrespectful is that to your feelings? I know. I know. I, now listen, I know you got hit with a car, but you really got to calm down. This is your father. I know. What, what the fuck? You wouldn't be here without him. And like, you yes, always wouldn't be here with him. I was just saying, I won't be here with him, too. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not here anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Lulu, you fucking scared the fuck out of me. Sit down. Sit down. You wanted to be in here. Now you have to be in here. I know. Now you got to listen. Aw. <laughs> like, fine, I'll lay down. Yeah, he listens, but whatever. If I ignore him, he's going to go back to the door. <laughs> oh, God, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Well, with the suing thing, though, Bob and Sherry apparently knew how to work the system because they had also sued three other people for car accidents that they had been in. Uh-oh. So, I mean, the more you dig into it, the more you see that Sherry and Bobby are kind of like, you know, working the system. Yeah. Getting money for free. Do you think it was like a combination of being ignored by the system because they were abusive of the system? I Yes. In combo with like a dangerous family member to the point where people, it seems like people kind of turn their heads like... Yeah. All right. I mean, Sherry did shoot at some dude's feet and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great state of Oklahoma, y'all. I don't know. I'm just saying, though. You see what happens here? <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot at somebody's feet and apparently people wouldn't be concerned. You can hit your son with a car. And people are not okay. <laughs> and they'll suspend the fucking order of protection you took out on them for hitting you with said car. Like. They don't have rock salt, late love. I know. What is the world coming to? Gotta send a picture of Roxal. I did send him a picture of Roxal. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys don't have that. But you get, I mean, I get it. They don't get a lot of snow. I mean, what, what, whatever, whatever. This is like their third ice storm this year. I don't want to hear it. I guess nothing has been as bad as this one. Like, he called me earlier this week, and I thought he was just being dramatic. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. i seen little clips from the news report. They're nasty pileups. Like, well, I don't because know people don't know how to drive been. in the snow out there. It's ice. That's the thing. It's not snow. It's just yeah, ice. Well, look who should have invested in fucking salt trucks. Right. Did, did you tell him what I said about the regular table salt? No, no. I haven't really talked to him. He's been busy with work. Let <laughs> me all text him. Hey, bitch. Get table salt and fuck you. Bye. <laughs> He's going to be like, what the fuck? What do I do now? <laughs> so, Jack Jameson, Bobby's uncle... He stated that, yes, his brother was, quote, disturbed, but he was, quote, pretty sure that Bob Dean wasn't capable of murdering his son and his family. Pretty sure? Pretty sure. Not, I'm most definitely confident that my brother would not do this. I'm pretty sure Lulu isn't going to go back to the door and scratch at it, but that doesn't mean I'm confident in it. Exactly. I'm pretty sure he's not going to, though. But, you know. There's still a chance that he might. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, you don't just say you're pretty sure. Like... I'm pretty sure that I'm not gonna drink milk later. But that doesn't mean I won't. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's, there's still room for, like, meh. 
might. I might, you know? Eh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Well, Bob Dean died in December 2009, so the world will never know. Oh, he didn't die too long after that. No, so I guess even if he did kill his son, maybe karma got him. Yeah, that's true. Did they say, did they mention how, uh, Billy, what's his name? Bob. Bobby. No, they don't really say anything, but I guess it probably had something to do with the prostitutes and meth. Maybe he maybe did some meth and got AIDS or something and died. Hit the sauce a little bit too hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Something. Wow. Well, the fourth and final theory. There's more theories. Yeah. One. Or, or no, sorry. There's two more, actually. Sorry. What? After the dad theory? People came up with more? Oh, yeah. Is one of them about, about aliens? No. This oh, one's about the cult. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So the fourth theory is... The JMOs were murdered by a cult. Which cult? They don't say. They just say a cult. Oh, come on. All right. All right. I know. They don't really give too much info, and it's kind of annoying. Like, I was trying so hard to find on the internet. Huh? KKK. I know. It probably was the KKK. That fucking house border. Mm hmm. Man. Uh huh. So, Connie Kokotan, Sherilyn's mother, believes that Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madison were killed by a religious cult because Sherilyn was on their, quote, hit list. Oh, what the fuck? How did she get on a cult's hit list? I don't know. Maybe about shooting at the feet of one oh, of their members. That's not a cult. Or writing about witches on storage containers. I don't know. Whatever. Well, you know, they do have a lot of antiquated laws. I wouldn't be surprised if they had some Bible thumpers after them. Uh-huh. Don't come after me when I move to Oklahoma. <laughs> I know, right, Lilo? <laughs> You're going to... They're going to burn me at the stake. <laughs> I was going to say... Or they might not see you because you're just as brown as the rest of the world. <laughs> oh, God. Let's hope that's the way it goes. <laughs> Flying under the radar. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm Mexican, actually. Yeah, they might. But even though the Mexicans looked at me and they're like, she's not Mexican. No, they can so definitely everybody just looked at me like I was weird. And I was like, oh, God. I know. The Mexicans don't want you. Yeah. The Asians are very confused. <laughs> the white people are like, oh, she's brown. <laughs> she must be Mexican. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So, Nikki kind of has evidence supporting the theory about the whole Hitler Shut thing. the fuck up. Yeah, so she said that she received a call from an anonymous woman who was part of a white supremacist cult. Oh, oh, oh what did I say? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, the woman said that she saw names on this, like, book that was the quote-unquote hit list. And when she would look them up on the internet... You know, she would see if, like, she could match them up with missing persons. And she did find Bobby and Sherry's names in the book. And when she looked them up, they were missing. So Bobby was supposedly reading the Satanic Bible and Sherry owned a witch's Bible. Yeah. This apparently automatically means that they're involved with cults. I don't chuck it up. Okay. I get the whole book thing. I'm not judging on based on the book thing because you can actually find those books at, like, Hot Topic. I was going to say. And they I would think be I funny books. Yeah. I would buy them as not even like a gag, but they would be more decorative. Yeah. I don't know. They're kind of cute books. I don't fucking know. I wouldn't be judging based off that, but that little border hoarder. Mm-hmm. With the fucking... Uh, involved with the KKK. You're going to tell me shooting at the KKK's members' feet isn't going to win you a, a fucking spot on the hit list? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. I mean... If they did just so happen to go missing, which they did, right. maybe you should look into it, you know? Only slightly. Just a little bit, but, you know, these are people who also make statements like, it's nearly impossible to hide your own dead body. <laughs> <laughs> nearly <laughs> impossible. Not that you're dead or anything. 
Your spirit comes from my spirit. Yeah. (laughs) I hope my spirit's strong enough to carry these. What's that one? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, You know, you know, you know. Oh, whatever. But, and here we are at our last theory. What is that? So the last theory is drugs. Back to the meth one? Yeah, but I just can't get behind it because... I'm not behind it either. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me, especially with Madison being with them in general. Like, even if they were retarded, they're not going to bring their daughter on a fucking meth drug trade or whatever. Maybe they stole their drugs. Maybe the money was for drugs. Drug deal gone bad. I just don't, I don't know. I feel like I believe that more than a fucking, uh... But $32,000 is a lot of money. It is. It's, it is, especially for people that want to live off the land. Yeah, I think it was more or less that money was supposed to be to buy the land. I, I think that's what that. it was. Yeah, in that they just didn't trust banks. Because they were going to go off the radar, maybe they just wanted to go all cash. Yeah, exactly. People that live off the grid are not about having, like, fucking bank accounts and Facebooks. And, and yeah, and like, that, I yeah. just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, no matter what the <clears throat> theories are, this case is still cold and unsolved. Wow. Um, so it's still open then, right? Yep. They have no idea about anything. There's no no resolutions. They found their body. Well, they found their part of their skeletons, and that's about it. Ew. Mm-hmm. Wow. 2.7 miles away. 2.7. And no one found them. That's like a 30-minute walk. Like... <laughs> Isn't this like the fourth or fifth murder we've covered that's happened in the great state of Oklahoma? I think so. And, you know, this wasn't even on purpose either. I just, like, was looking up these missing people because I wanted to do a missing one since I haven't yet. Uh-huh. And I seen this one and I was like, oh, these people think they're talking to spirits. So I was like, oh, this is dope. And then I look it up and it's like, Oklahoma. Ufala. Ufala, Oklahoma. I don't, I'm not seeing good things in Oklahoma's future. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely not living there without, like, a multi-camera system set up. I know. You have, like, some guy on your back porch with a sock on his dick and a Reagan mask. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, before you know it, I'd be living somewhere like that. Oh, God. Oh. That was pretty good, though, Lisa. That was good. So, what do you think about the Jamosons? I think... Unfortunately, they were people that tried to play the system that couldn't get help from the system mm-hmm. to figure out what happened. I can see a lot of people being like, oh, these people. Fuck them anyways. These fucking weirdos. Yeah, and it's sad to say, but I feel like that's really what happened to them. Like, I mean, I they were know. missing for eight days and no one had any idea. <laughs> I don't, but I could see it being part of just how they are. The whole dad thing was weird. Mm-hmm. The whole border thing was weird. I thought you were going to say they were swingers. Yeah, no. That's that's definitely the one thing that they didn't get into was the weird swinging stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's probably the, the one and only thing, weird thing they didn't get into. But I know. I'm pretty sure there was low-key swinger stuff going on. Oh, I'm sure. Come on. If Bobby's back was broken, you think Sherry's not getting her some <gasps> dick? Ooh, you're right. You're right, Lay Love. Uh, yeah, that's good. Well, I guess, uh... The end of the episode. <laughs> That's it. So, we will uh, see you next week with something better. We hopefully, if I can get this research done before I go on my vacation, 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 we'll, vacation. 
we'll probably have our special guest, who I won't say who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed for a special guest. And it won't be Lucius. No. It this was only a one-time thing, because... I don't know what the hell's going on with Lucius. He's being more sociable. You know, my little Lulu, he's spreading his little his little legs and flying. Mm-hmm. Now he's a more sociable kitty. He talks. He does. He talk. begs for love. I know. He he even comes up to me now and he's like, pet I me, auntie. Know. Give me belly rubs. Yeah. He's here during the recording, obviously. Before the door closed was never an issue. No, now he's like, mom, mom, I want to come in. Mom. This better not be an ongoing problem, because I'm going to flick him. (laughs) I don't condone animal violence. I'm just saying. Lulu. I will flick you. Are you going to be a regular guest? But now you're going to go to sleep. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, if you like us and you like uh, this podcast, give us a like on our Facebook group at Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms. Oh, my. You can follow us on Instagram at Cat Moms Oh My Podcast and see random dumb stuff that I post. <laughs> if you tweet, follow us on Twitter at Cat Moms Oh My Pod. Or you can email us what you think about us or some of the dumb stuff we say or maybe, I don't know, facts that we probably get wrong because we don't actually look anything up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Podcasting is for everyone. I know. <laughs> You can email us at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Yahoo! Or you can join us on our Patreon for early access to our episodes before they're released to the public at our $5 level. $5. (laughs) (laughs) You have to add some sound effects in that late life. Five, five. five. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yes. Join us at our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash catmoms. Oh my. And I guess we will see you next week. Good night. Goodbye.